Based News Network, brought to you by Punk Revolution Now, who is me and Sophie, aka Joan of Arca, on Instagram. Hey everyone! Thanks for tuning in. Today we got a whole agenda of news. A lot of stuff happened in the week, from a hurricane. We're not going to talk about that. To uh, an election in Brazil. We're not going to talk about that because we have. A more important thing on the agenda, which is we're going to be talking about the movie Blonde that came out. Woo! It's on Netflix. It's about Marilyn Monroe. And it's getting a lot of attention because it's kind of controversial. It's well, well, we'll talk about it. But first, we're going to do a little bit of news. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. Mm-hmm. Sophie's got some good insights. As a f- Right, right. So we're going to actually talk about, I. you know, usually we talk about the most important news first. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, Ned from the Try Guys. Um, he cheated on his wife. And, yeah, that's basically it. So, what what awareness did you have of the Try Guys? Did you ever watch them? Did, did you know who they were? I had literally never heard of them. And, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, and that's the fun- Never heard no, of them? No, and that's the funny thing is that I'm, like, a YouTuber. I'm on YouTube, post a lot of stuff on YouTube, have friends who are YouTubers, but, you know, I don't really know a lot that... I don't know a lot. There's, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube I really have no clue about. And try. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel very disconnected um, sometimes because I feel like it's mm, it's like BuzzFeed core, you know? Were you a bu- were you a BuzzFeed watcher at any point in your no, life? No, no, never. Okay, so I think... I feel like maybe it's a bit of a generational thing just between you and, and me. I'm, a, you know, I'm younger than you a little bit. And... Um, yeah, I think it's just a little bit, it's probably like a little post your time of like wanting to watch that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, it does, no f- which I didn't watch it that much either, but I was very aware of them because I guess, I mean, I wasn't super into YouTube as a teenager myself, um, but I definitely knew about the Try Guys. I definitely know about Eugene Yang because he's like famous and he like came out as gay and that was like kind of a thing, thingy. Mm. So, um, I, I I definitely knew about the Try Guys. I knew like the concept. I wasn't really aware of anyone else besides Eugene. Um, but I knew they sort of like I know the kind of guys they are. Like I know their reputation basically. So they used to be and on if Buzzfeed. anything Buzzfeed produces is kind of cringe. Okay. Yeah, they left Buzzfeed. Okay. So okay. So they, yeah, because feel- a lot of people left Buzzfeed in like a mass exodus. It seems. Okay. Yeah, and they basically just continued making Buzzfeed esque content except under a different exactly. name exactly and made a lot of money doing yeah that. they basically just like made their own youtube channel called the try guys which is literally the name they had on youtube i mean on buzzfeed so oh yeah they basically just um continued uh what they were doing before and i mean the premise is that they try different things so the guys try wearing makeup for a week or something or they try going vegan for a week or something like that that's usually the premise and it sort of documents that experience i mean it's an i guess it's kind of an interesting idea like maybe let's try infidelity <laughs> it's, it's very with a co a co-worker oh. well mm, i mean no thank you it's definitely the most like safe vanilla content you can possibly imagine literally like the most literally. corporate safe family friendly stuff ever content farm yeah vibes you know yeah. like I mean, they're all kind of soy pilled. Yeah, little which bit. is what I like about. Like, them. well, yeah, exactly. I know. Like, I was looking at some of the guys, and they were doing the soy face, and it 
I was like, oh, that reminds me of my my boyfriend a little bit. Oh. <laughs> Except you're way more and handsome. I w- and than I'm not. Are, I, and I wouldn't cheat in a million. In a million I know years. he he wouldn't cheat on. He would not cheat on me. So yeah, he's not like that. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah. I'm obviously, after finding this out, and I was like, well, this is a huge phenomenon. These try guys that I don't know about, and I should probably watch them. Yeah, they have like millions and millions of they, sub- yeah. subscribers. They have like eight, and- seven million subscribers. I'm like, this is massive. And I watch it, and I'm like, well, it's just incredibly. <laughs> it just feels like it's a kids. T- it feels like a kids TV show, basically. Um, I mean, I don't want to be. It is. It essentially, it essentially is, is honestly is. like. I feel like their primary primary audience is like twelve year olds, or maybe like, I maybe like twenty three year olds who haven't like grown up fully and just watch it for nostalgia. You know the type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and i obviously like tuning in just specifically to try to watch ned ned fulmer uh to kind of see because this is the dude who you know is cheating and got the whole scandal going and it's actually insane it's a it's hilarious i can see why this blew up why it's such a big drama because he literally has no personality other than being like a guy who is proud of being a dad and proud of being married and like just yeah he's like a what you know have you heard this like this term like a wife guy yeah 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 so i when i was researching this story a little bit i was i saw like a few opinion articles about like the the fall of the wife guy did you see any of those i saw the. i didn't read those i saw the headlines yeah i read some of them um and they cited they actually cited adam levine as an example which is interesting because i know he he had that amazing quote i i love my girlfriend not because um, she's a model, but because... Not because she's a model, but because... Or I love her, or I'm with my girlfriend. I don't know. Something like that. Great quote. It's, yeah. it's very funny. Such a good wife guy. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's a wife guy, apparently. But I think, um, you know, John John Mulaney was also mentioned. I think that's a better better example. Um, but, of course, he was, you know, in some, some trouble because, you know, they divorced, and it seems like Anna had a really tr- hard time with it, and that... Um, he was probably, he probably had that baby with, who did, was it Olivia Wilde who he had that baby with? It might be actually, which would make this more, even more insane for like base news network purposes because we just be talking about Do a fact check, do a fact check. So, um, my fact checker is checking this out right now. I keep wanting wanting to call Um, this guy Ned Flanders. It's oh, me too. And actually, in the Guardian article about the wife guys thing, the author was like, "If I didn't know who this guy was a week ago, and if you'd ask me, I'd think it'd be a Simpsons character." <laughs> okay, so that's not not an original thought. I'm sure they've made jokes about it in the videos because no, it's an original. It's an original thought from you. Okay, you, you didn't know. Okay, cool. Great, great. That just just shows that we're great journalists. You yeah, know, and our, we have a hive mind. The, the awkward moment when you have a BuzzFeed hive mind. Which is the, which is a sign <laughs> of good journalism? Oh, I'm sorry, Olivia Munn, not 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 uh, Olivia Wilde, different Olivia. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So he probably cheated on Anna because the 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 way that the baby like the baby was born like, like, more quickly than it than it should have, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so there's this like behavior of cheating from these men who claim to be, you know, obsessed with their, their wives, which is, which is interesting. I'm sure this is not complete. Like this is obviously not true for all men who like love their wives and talk about their wives a lot. Um, 
But I mean, I think Ned is a special case because he's literally that's like his entire persona is basically like being obsessed with his wife and like being a dad Mm -hmm. and like looking like a dad and being generic. Like uh, Kyle and I watched this video where I don't know, they like the Try Guys try Ned style for a week or something like that. And just the most like horrible style, like generic thingy and another like side note as we were watching it and then like literally like a couple minutes in like with no warning there's like an ad for better help mm-hmm. online therapy and i laughed so hard yeah. <laughs> i just like was not expecting it. it was very funny um so yeah what do you think about this well i mean it's you know it's it's not happy it's not a happy story and i don't like it for anybody to get caught you know not not get caught for, i don't like i don't like infidelity it's, it sucks but what? but <clears throat> i will say um even though i you know even though it's sad i feel really bad for his wife and uh i don't know there's definitely a part of me that like going into this content and for like witness, witnessing it for the first time and just seeing how incredibly like corporate clean and like kind of fake and superficial it all is, you know what I mean? Uh, and then there's this like yeah. massive wrecking ball that just comes flying in. Like you, you literally have these like complete soulless guys just making the extremely like family friendly jokes the entire time about how this guy loves his wife so much and how he's a dad and all this stuff. And then you have this like actual twist of reality come in and just screw up their entire like corporate enterprise it's kind of satisfying in a sense but like i said it's still like it's there's still it's really sad for the fans i bet too who like these fans who are probably pretty young Mm -hmm. and who enjoy their content even if it's not the best it's sad to you know i'm sure it's sad for these these people to see someone they maybe looked up to um be taken down like this to learn that someone they admire isn't a great guy it's i'm sure it's pretty sad and i'm sure it's sad for the people who he worked with um, I thought it was interesting in the the statement that he posted on Instagram that NoteSap apology. Uh, he used the the words um, a consensual workplace relationship, yeah, yeah. and I thought that was really it's funny. Like, even his apology like, was like, make sure yeah. it wasn't, guys. It wasn't. It wasn't a sexual assault situation. Yeah. It was consensual. So please, please, yeah. please don't further cancel me or speculate, like, guys. It's just it's funny. I was forcefully outed as polyamorous. And now I have to confront that. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's like I just watched a movie, um, this like new teen teen movie, um, do revenge with my roommate, and there is like a cheating scandal, um, and they try to the guy who is accused of cheating, um, comes up with a strategy where like he says. He was outed as, you know, being polyamorous, basically, and that he's in these, you know, ethical, non-monogamous relationships, and then uh, he his reputation is spared, and I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah, that's not, that is... That must be the new strategy that now. That is, like, and it's, it's, it happens, it does happen in real life. It's not just a comedy, but it happens in real life. But I don't think Ned's pulled that one, but I will say, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he did, Uh to try to to try to save the scraps of his that's probably <laughs> a viable pr move at this yeah, point yeah i know if you if you can give any i mean not to me because okay well 
it's not my cup of tea. No, neither is it mine. So Sophie and I are anti. Not no, you can do what you want, people. But Sophie and I are. You can do what you want, but for our relationship, we don't want that. We're 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 mono. So to the so the people in our DMs saying that people in my DMs telling me to leave my boyfriend, please stop. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't roll like that. Sophie's not a, a Ned. Um, I'm not a net, and neither is Kayo. So I have to say though, like, it's just saying. it's got to be. There, there, there's just something just so unbelievably just pathetic about this whole thing, though. Like, literally, first off, it, no offense. Like, okay, cool. Look, you got a job doing this stupid YouTube thing. It's dumb, but you know, okay, whatever. I I'm not gonna roast you for being a YouTuber because so am I. But like, to like literally have your brand be being a dad guy or not a dad guy a wife guy how dumb do you have to be to even consider cheating when you know that's like how you that's your entire persona that's your well that's the way you make money i mean the thing is is like he's he's a very vanilla guy so this is probably like a big thrill for him you know what i mean like it's always the vanilla guys a a really vanilla like to me it's just like just so pathetic it's not even like it's like shocking and that interview where where he says that or there's a question where where the people are asking okay what's the what's the deal breaker for you in a relationship what's a red flag or something like that and Ned would Ned said cheating and that clip resurfaced of course and everyone's clowning him and it's it's pretty ironic it's pretty ironic yeah um yeah. and you know it's a it is a funny lol mo- moment but it's ultimately really sad i mean if you look look at his wife's instagram you can see how how much she posts about him and their child and it it is really sad i mean maybe there's more to the story not that cheating's okay of course but i mean we don't know um but i do feel pretty i do feel sorry for her and um it sucks to have like this entire like drama aired out for like the entire world to see (laughs) <laughs> it must be pretty humiliating. Yeah, I mean they, li- especially if your entire brand is being like a wife. They literally have on sale a date night cookbook with Ned and Ariel oh Fulmer. Like that's what they like. They we should we should do we, it. Yeah, we should we read should it. Yeah, their, yeah. We should we should read and do it. Yeah. So our we we should make we should make our own cook cookbook and vegan salsa soy pies in it. Yeah. So like like I guess yeah like like we were saying yeah that's actually a good idea. See people would buy that. Thank uh, you. But like the thing is is like. Even though it's sad, like like I said, there's still like there's something that really grosses me out about literally using your happy marriage as like a brand to sell like a cookbook to sell a YouTube channel. Disturbing. It's gross, and then the like like I said, just like the anti-capitalist side of me seeing this like fake ass marriage used as like an advertising ploy, just completely just be torn to shreds by like the reality of you know these media sociopaths and no one call us no one call us hypocrites we're not we're not hypocrites hypocrites. we're not because we actually we have other stuff that we do you know this podcast is not just about us being in a relationship and i I, you know what and also i also don't have anything i don't have any issue with the whole wife guy thing like i know you're saying there's articles saying oh it's finally time to end the wife guy you know i'm sure there are plenty of guys who really do love yeah i think it's nice girlfriends and stuff it's a nice thing it is sweet i i it's very Let's sweet. not end it just because we 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 made we decided to make Adam Levine one of the most famous fucking people on earth. How about we choose any other wife guy besides Adam Levine, and then we'll have like a good idea of an, a wife guy. So, 
facts. Anyways, facts. before anything else before we move on to the next segment, which is kind of actually related to this. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think I do. Do you? No, other than um, Punk Revolution Now is a better YouTube channel. Yeah, everyone goes. And the subscribe. Punk Revolution Now would never do such a never cheat, and we would never. You never and we would, would make better don't videos. Worry. I wouldn't either. I know exactly. So, anywho, exactly. The next segment is Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Georgia Republican, is getting a divorce. Her husband has filed for divorce. Yay! And guess why? Because she she quote unquote. Um, was having a a tantric sex affair. Wait, what? With some some. Oh, you don't know about that? I was just googling <laughs> it, and I couldn't. Oh no! No, I oh, I was re- okay. I was doing so much. I was reading so much CNN articles on it, and I missed this one. Oh well, this just makes this a little bit more interesting. All right, give me the details. Um. Okay, I'm I'm looking this up just to just to be sure. Okay. Um. So. Um. There are, um, there's a, a Vanity Fair article mm. saying some of these are more tabloidy, but um, here is a, here's an article from Vanity Fair, and this is the headline. If Marjorie Taylor Greene spent more time with polyamorous tantric sex gurus and less time spreading insane conspiracy theories, the country would be better off. That's an insane headline. Mm. Oh my God. Um, so I, I, apparently she was, she was, um, she was, uh, she was cheating on her husband with a, a woke tantric sex guru, according to the, the daily dot dot com, um, which I don't really know if that's a good source, but Vanity Fair is a credible source. So I'll, you know, I'll take it. To me, this sounds completely reasonable because these it's always the republicans yeah. like she if you look at her she looks like she would be into that is that mean? a lot of uh, the but, thing is is a lot of sex gurus are also their own sort of form of like grifter you know what i mean where they're, true, they're selling you some sort of magical hocus pocus philosophy on sex and they're but really they're like exploiting you for sex usually or exploiting you for money and marjorie taylor green has just completely sunk herself deep into the universe of conspiracy theory grifters that it wouldn't surprise me if she also fell into the universe of like sex guru grifters as well yeah and no it sounds it sounds very on brand for her it's just Um, as a QAnon conspiracy theorist you know anti-gay anti-trans etc her statement let me see i have this statement here it's um let me actually just get it up Okay, here we go. The, 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 this, this to me is really funny because her statement, I think, explicitly like puts the hypocrisy really deep in front of your face. She said, Mar-, she said this to Fox News. Marriage is a wonderful thing, and I'm a firm believer in it. Our society <laughs> is formed by a husband and wife creating a family to nurture and protect. Together, Perry and I formed our family and raised three great kids. He gave me the best job, job title you can ever earn, Mom. I'll always be grateful for how Aww. great of a dad he is to our children. That's her statement she released on her divorce is to 
even in like the the blunt hypocrisy of her supporting like social conservatism, pushing for like traditional families and then getting a divorce because she she was cheating with a polyamorous guru, she's still telling Fox News that she's still like going to pump out the socially conservative BS about how awesome and amazing and how important traditional families are even though her and Trump and all these other like disgusting I'm sorry there's just disgusting just disgusting human beings are not are not playing by the same rules they shame you they want no. they they want to make and another f- they want to make gay marriage illegal f- they want to you know not allow people to they transition they want to make g- gamers illegal they want to make gamers illegal they want to make gay no <laughs> they want yeah, ga- oh, yeah gay gay marriage. marriage does sound like gay, I see, yeah I see. G- gamer is short for gay marriage gamers <laughs> they want to make gamers legal guys okay um uh, what i was gonna say is i th- I think that statement is also pretty pretty hilarious because that statement makes it seem like her husband was the one who did the cheating yeah did you did you pick up on that um if i recall it correctly she said something along the lines like i will always love my husband and i i'm so glad that he was a great dad to my kids and I'll never forget that or you know like that that was the vibe I got which makes it seem like I still love my husband and he's still a great dad even though he made a mistake yeah yeah you know I mean she's a good politician she's a politician she's been trained she is she is I'm sure she has uh, great PR I'm sure she has great PR people working with her um it's it's pretty funny. I think it's I, I I think it's funny that you didn't even know about the tantric sex. Thing. I mean, to me, it's a funny story. I mean, I look. It's it's. I don't like to, even people who I disagree with politically. I don't want to be like poking and making fun of their marriage, even though I guess I just did that with the Try Guys thing. But the point is, is to me, it's a funny story just because it's. <sighs> It's hypocritical. It's hypocritical. It's hypocritical. It, it just it takes away from her her credibility, which is always good. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it will though. I don't know if it will. Like like Donald Trump has like, you know, so many. That's true. Like people like th- this this part like, it's just people don't care. They really don't care. It's really fascinating how they don't care if their their idols are cheaters because everyone's too sensitive and too woke and people make mistakes. But God forbid anyone, on the left makes a similar mistake um which is not good of course um but they're like degenerate and anti-marriage and anti-family values they they don't they talk the talk but they don't walk the walk yeah the hip the hypocrisy is really what what gets to me um and i don't know i was kind of one i was kind of speculating that maybe her husband filed for divorce because she, he's gay no i mean that oh. that that also <laughs> could have happened too that's always that's that's always what comes to my mind first well i was just gonna say like if i were married happens. to marjorie taylor green i would divorce her because no i would divorce her because her she's a terrible person you know what i mean yeah that's I was, true i feel like it would be I, torture to be married to her honestly yeah i would assume that like he'd be like oh man she's like going all in with like exploiting QAnon conspiracy theories and anti-Semitic conspiracy. Like, wow, she's she's going all in. I think with- she even said that that 9-11 might not have happened, which is probably a big no-no for any conservative. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't know. It's not- I guess there's like this is like the new age of like QAnon where anything goes, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying really I'm trying hard to keep up with what like conservatives 
or the you know the like populist right in America thinks is okay when what they don't think it's okay. I think they just literally it's just whatever their leaders tell them at this point. Like if if yeah. if Marjorie Taylor Greene said that poly like polyamorous sex gurus were absolute Satan, then I'm sure all her voters would be like, oh yeah, that's that's so awful and evil. But now I bet she can. That's probably she probably would say that though. That's the thing. Yeah, she probably has. She said probably that would say that. Yeah. She's probably said that about like drag queens and drag time, sh- drag queen story time or whatever that kind of thingy. She'd probably say that about any like left leaning person. Yeah. So I mean I don't know. She got she got owned. I guess she that's got owned. Just, that's just what happened. She should she should um she should marry Ned and start a new chapter. That, ooh. And then oh my gosh, and then Ned's wife, and then Marjorie Taylor Greene's husband can can also get married, and it'd be really kawaii. Oh, you should read the whole word from Reddit. This is good fan fiction. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Yes, Wattpad is a um a fan fiction website that is more i think more accessible it's a little bit the quality is not as good as ao3 if you want to read some good stuff i mean it's not a guarantee but if you want to read better things go on ao3 um but wattpad's a good you know casual place so let me know if i should make a joan of arco wattpad because it would be fun to write fanfic i've i have written fan fiction and i'd like to revisit that hobby of mine sophie so. it sounds like this is something you want to do but you just want to hear from someone else that you can that do it's it. okay that, yeah <laughs> sophie, it's okay you <laughs> well, can i need some ideas i i think fan fiction is an art especially if you can write it about something funny well this could be your first story marjorie taylor green and ned fulmer both cheating scandals idea. yeah just you know we might see things a little differently when it comes to election day ned ned in bed ned that was the name of my story Ooh, damn so yeah so ned gets the try guys try polyamorous tantric sex with marjorie taylor that's Green. my yep marjorie taylor green a beautiful blonde mm. sat in the corner and he just he couldn't take his eyes off of her wow she, she spoke the she spoke the word of of q mm. Sophie, you're good at it this. was it was happily ever after i can t- thank you i can tell you, you actually do read a decent amount of fan fiction with that with that just um uh, sophie if you if yeah, you know if you, yeah. if you so if you know two different fan fiction websites and then you can tell me which one is more accessible oh, and which one has better content like you're um, like oh yeah go, the list goes on you're like oh yeah go on ao3 for the better stuff but i'm gonna go on the other it's, one it's true it's true like you yeah so i you don't need to downplay it okay well you know what yes i do read fan fiction because sometimes you watch a show and you see some stuff and you're like hmm this would be interesting. I want to see more of this, even though the show did not deliver what I wanted. So then I go and I go read on AO3. I always go on AO3. Wattpad is a last resort, really. Um, always go on AO3 and I look for stuff. Unless it's like about an older piece of media, then go on fanfiction.com. That was more of an earlier earlier site. Um, that's, I mean... There's no shame yeah, in that. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I, I, like, I like to read. I like stories. I like... You, I like to write. Do you think a hundred? Um, do you think a hundred years from the future, like the, like the Republicans are gonna like win and take power, and we're gonna be a dictatorship, and then like the woke right wingers are gonna make like a Hamilton except for Marjorie Taylor Greene, and then like oh, like the the Christian Hamilton that came out. Did you see that? 
Oh yeah, 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 and it's gonna have like a, you know in Hamilton they have like the the songs about Hamilton having an affair. They're gonna have like a Marjorie Taylor th- oh my Green God. song where she has an affair with this sex guru. Tell me how to say no to this. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. don't want to say no to this. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be so epic. Yeah. Holy shit! Wait, I'm gonna be that person who's gonna write it. Yeah, you can write it, Sophie. You have the power. Of the pen. Everyone, let's be open. Let's be open about our love of fan fiction. There's nothing to be ashamed of, okay? Maybe if people loved fan fiction more, they wouldn't cheat or do polyamory. Exactly. Speaking of monogamy, yeah, monogamy is epic. Monogamy is epic. Sophie and I are gonna make it cool again. And yes! and if you want to see some if you if you don't believe us, if you don't believe us that polyamory is a little bit cringe sometimes. No offense, to, no no offense to my polyamorous friends, but then you gotta check out Blonde. Check out Blonde, the movie Blonde, because they literally do Marilyn Manson polyamorous fan <laughs> fiction in that movie. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. I, I I'm basically they made Marilyn Monroe be a Manson. Yeah, that's because- true. Okay, that was a bad comparison. No. But they basically murdered her again. I just realized Let's M- just Marilyn Manson being in a, poly- a polyamorous relationship is not very surprising. Marilyn Monroe was not in a polyamorous relationship. But they put... It was a menage a trois with, like, the son of Charlie Chaplin and some other, like, nepotism son person. And they were kind of gay for each other, but they were also, like, with um, Marilyn. It was weird as hell, and I... I Kyle and I were watching this on Discord of all places, um, and I went on to Google. I'm like, hmm, this there's just no way this hap- this happened because I'm pretty aware of Marilyn Monroe. I'm not an expert, but I know quite a bit about her. So I I looked this up, and I was you know looking up. Okay, did Marilyn Monroe was she in a throuple? And the answer is no. She was not. There's no evidence that this ever happened. And it's just like what the. What? Yeah, it was very. Why would you put this in the movie? The mo- like, yeah. What did it contribute? There's so many things wrong with it. So the movie was awful, just terrible. Okay, we'll get we'll get into it more. Nearly three hours. Three hour long, terrible movie. They're putting things in the movie that didn't actually happen in Marilyn Monroe's real life because well, it's based off it a was fictional. Based on a a fictional book about yeah. Marilyn Monroe. And and the thing is, is like the fictional stuff that happened in the movie were like cringe. And it's not obvious that it didn't happen, so you're gonna have people walk out of the theater with being misinformed about Marilyn Monroe's life and actually thinking, "Oh, I didn't know she was in a thruple." Like, there's so many layers of it that make it that piss me off. Why would you include things? And a lot of the stuff that they like lie about or say happened to her. Do not paint her in the best light either. No, it's which is so unfair to a woman who can't defend herself for. Because she's dead, you know, and in life she was abused. And that's like the point that this movie is trying to make. But they're doing that exact thing by releasing it. It's just really disgusting. And I actually was reading a New York Times review of of this film. And there was a, a, a phrase that they, they said that I really liked. They, they called this, um, they called Blonde um, the latest necrophiliac entertainment to exploit her. And I think that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, I I was definitely kind of shocked by it because okay, so there's definitely on one level a very like 
surface level but ultimately like true kind of artsy analysis of Marilyn Monroe as being like the beautiful actress who was tortured by society and and patriarchy and stuff you know and the movie does on a very superficial level touch on these things like oh look at her cry because her life sucks i mean it's the entire movie is just trauma yeah it's just it's nonstop. and that's the thing is like on a meta level like if the message you're trying to get across is that marilyn monroe's image was exploited for profit and sexual pleasure the irony is, is this movie is just another media doing that exact same thing with Marilyn Monroe. It's like the movie is literally doing the thing that it attempts to critique, kind of. You know what I mean? And, and it, it, they don't even do that critique very well. You know, it's like not really there. No. It's not really, it's like, it's like hardly there. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's just, <sighs> bringing it back. Okay, I'm sorry. I just gotta, I gotta bring it back because like. Yeah, no, I mean, rant, rant your heart out because this movie makes me pretty livid honestly (laughs) um i'm not a marilyn monroe super fan by any means but it is really sad to see you know someone who really suffered in life just be i mean necrophiliac is a great great word for this because she's dead they're exploiting her they're exploiting her in a sexual way they're sexualizing her pain and sadness and it's like really disturbing like unappealing yeah an unappealing way it was one of those they they also did some weird shit with pregnancy (laughs) that was just insane they had Um, they had a shot where she was going to get an abortion and they showed a shot from the inside of her vagina looking out and then you see the clamps go into the vagina and open it you can you can just tell that the director put that in for his own like sexual gratification there's just no question it was disgusting it's like it's 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 like they're like it's like clearly this movie is doing a lot of very try hard things to try to be artsy but their idea of try hard artsy is just like well i guess we can show her boobs again and maybe we can show you know (laughs) her vagina black and white for a little bit it's like it's like let's put some like interesting sad music it's like oh my god she's topless again how many times we have to see her fucking boobs it's like annoying like look i don't i don't have an issue with seeing boobs in movies obviously i don't have an issue with that you know i'm 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 feminist i'm cool you know take the top off that's great he supports oh it's freedom. No. But support, oh, he supports free the nipple. I support free the oh. nipple. But at some point, it's clear. You just can't help but wonder. The intentions are clear. The, the yeah, intentions it's like, what are is clear. The, it's like your movie sucks ass, so you're just going to keep showing boobs. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And I, we, everybody can see it. Some and really it's disgusting. disturbing rape scenes that have no evidence of ever occurring. Not to say that that never happened to her. It's very, very likely, considering the industry she was in and you know, her mental health struggles and so on. I'm sure it's very possible that something like that happened, but there's no evidence that it did. So to put that in the film is pretty disturbing and and wrong to me. And um, just sort of gratuitous. And like these, these scenes were pretty long and, yeah. and detailed and People Almost don't fucking like rape scenes in movies. It's, yeah, no, no I, hate likes, I hate they them. They suck. You know, like if 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 and the direct it made the director. It seemed like the director was really enjoying it. If you know what I mean, like it seems like the director was getting off on her being sad and being sexually assaulted. All right, Sophie, do you do you have any actual like besides like the movie? Do you have any actual like external evidence that this director 
is kind of a weirdo or a creep or anything like that? Yeah. So there, there was an interview about that that he said some stu- sus stuff in it, and honestly, I can't exactly remember what he said, but it led me to believe that he's kind of a creep. Um, but let me look. All right. Um, you can look, and and I'll do my my little piece on it because yeah, do your thingy. I have a few more things. I have I actually have a lot of things I want to say with it. One thing that t- to me, and I know this is like not necessarily directly related to the movie. Like I'm cool with like taking a real life person and then kind of changing some facts here and there about their life to make the movie more interesting. Um, but the thing is, is like the, the things about Marilyn Monroe's life that they tweaked here and there and facts they added to like, first off, didn't add anything to the movie. Second off were like completely believable stuff like an abortion. That's completely believable rape that's completely believable but so it's just stuff that like you wouldn't necessarily question if it was real or not so i guarantee you thousands and thousands of people are going to be leaving this movie not only are they going to be mad they saw a bad movie but they're going to be misinformed and like i don't know i know that's that's silly but something about like people being misinformed and not know like like it just pisses i don't know why but people people having the wrong idea and then to, oh did you know that marilyn marilyn monroe was in a thruple and had an abortion and was raped and did like the people telling that at parties and stuff that idea really pisses me off and because it's not true and it's also and, yeah. and like i'm not spiritual or anything but like just in some philosophical way it feels disrespectful to marilyn monroe as well um when like literally the like point of the movie at least at some point it's it's just some level was supposed to be about how she was a disrespected figure you know who went through a lot of pain and was exploited by the film industry and then this is a film that exploit continues to exploit her so um and like all that mumbo jumbo morals and values aside like the movie is awful it's awful it's almost three hours of just marilyn monroe Nonstop, running from one place to another, being beaten, crying, being abused, crying for th- almost three hours. It's like it's like you know, like I think just the the rape scene, rape scenes kind of sum it up, where it's like no one wants to see this. You know, like obviously it's something that happens. Maybe if you're working on like a really, I art- feel like there's some there's some creeps who do mm. want to see that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, most people don't want to see that. Yeah, most people don't want to see, most people don't want to see that. And like, if you're, if you're making a movie where that like is a very important thing that actually happens, then okay, maybe sometimes it's going to be an unpleasant scene, but it's like pivotal to the story. So like, you know, yeah, and, I, yeah. and ideally it's like, I've seen examples of that where it's, it's done well because the, the aim of such a scene is to, to disturb and illuminate injustice and stuff. I think it is um, necessary, but usually those scenes are dis- more disturbing in that they, they're not like sexualizing her like they do in, they're not sexualizing the victim like they do in this film. It's more clinical and kind of disturbing and like emotion. like it's not like, it's not eroticized. It's like shown to be like abhorrent and it's disturbing like, and sad yeah. whereas in this it's almost sexy which is not to me but like that's sort of the vibe i was getting like what his intention was mm. like sexy sexy pain like abuse and like i don't know i just ugh, it disgusted me um i did find a qu- I, one of the quotes um 
So the the director was interviewed about the film, mm-hmm. and the interviewer asked. What you said about the idea of transposing modern values on people from the past, I agree that that's not healthy, because I think it's very important to understand that women in particular had to exist within the confines of a world that they lived in. But I feel that there's certain cultural repercussions to making certain choices in terms of how we represent a figure from the past. What does it say to an audience that we're not seeing that she formed her own production company or that she was involved in opposing the anti-communist witch hunts by the House Un-American Activities Committee in the 1950s or that she fought against segregation on behalf of Ella Fitzgerald and so on? And then he said, that stuff is not really what the film is about. It's about a person who is going to be killing themselves. So it's trying to examine the reasons why they did that. It's not looking at her lasting legacy. I mean, she's not even terribly concerned with any of that stuff. If you look at Marilyn Monroe, she's got everything that society tells us is desirable. She's famous, she's beautiful, she's rich. If you look at the Instagram version of her life, she's got it all. And she killed herself. Now, to me, that's the most important thing. It's not the rest. It's not the moments of strength. Okay, she wrested control away from the men at the studio because, you know, women are just as powerful as men. But that's not really looking at it through the lens of that through a lens that's not so interesting to me. I'm more interested in how she feels. I'm interested in what her emotional life was like. You can just tell listening to that that he's about to make an awful movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just like he's like I I want to I want to show a movie about someone who killed themselves. I don't give a fuck about like any of the accomplishments or like fun fun things or cool things about their life, which is really stupid because if you want to make a good movie you need to show range yeah you need to make us care about her the character we need you know like yes seeing her get abused is horrible and sad but it would be a lot more emotionally poignant if we we actually got to know who marilyn monroe was and like what she loved and yeah there's you know her passions her there's lots of there's lots of movies that have a sad ending and it's a freaking amazing movie. You leave the movie crying because you're so emotionally touched and it's so powerful and you love the character who just passed away or whatever it is. But this movie, it's like it's exactly that. It's one it's a one-dimensional movie where the entire time you're watching her get beaten, get raped, cry, abused. And then at the end when you when she dies, it's almost like, oh god, thank God this fucking movie's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no like there's no like Oh my like, god, powerful- you said something insane too. All right. Um, he said um, he was talking about one of her films, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, um, and he said she had to be a little baby. So when she sings Diamonds Are a Be- Girl's Best Friend, it's like, is that sisterly advice? If you're going to fuck, make sure you get paid, or is it just romanticized whoredom? <laughs> you know, like he's oh just like making everything about sex and like yeah. her being a like he's been <laughs> just I don't know it just rubs me the wrong way I don't know about you yeah no it it, it does it it does rub me the wrong way like because you like it sounds like he's like he's got like this pretentious idea of like oh everybody looks this, at the this is like the I see this the truth. like if you guys think that Tarantino is pretentious yeah look at this dude yeah and the movie is ass like it's so it's horrible it's so bad it's horrible it's honestly one of the worst movies I've seen like if it was like an, really. Yeah. Truly, it is. The fact that it was is. like almost three hours, also, just is like unbelievably, like, just so, like, what's going on? Like, oh, cool, another black and white shot of her like crying and like screaming and like. I also, I also saw in that interview that he was asked why are some why are some of the scenes in black and white, and he said, um, "There's no reason. There's no sense to it. Um, it's just a choice that I made, and some of it was maybe based on photographs and." 
it just seemed like he had no reason for like the things the choices that he was making yeah um which i really despise yeah it's not it's not good you everything a film should have everything that is done in a film should be for a reason and should have a a a purpose that's what makes a good film yeah um so if we do want to it's felt really misguided and yeah bad so so do you want to talk about the uh the planned parenthood um critique oh yeah yeah so so planned parenthood got pretty upset about blonde because they they argued that it was um promoting anti-choice rhetoric um which they claimed to be irresponsible in the time of you know uh Roe versus pro Wade. life, yeah. Roe versus Wade getting overturned and so on. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, I, yeah. I, I have a I couple. No, I have a couple of things about this. So, one is: Have you ever seen those really, really corny pro life memes where it's like oh it shows like a fetus? It was literally that. Yeah. It was literally that. It shows a fetus inside the baby, the, inside the mom, and the fetus is like, "Mommy, please." Don't do it. <laughs> so Wait, much. the one where the one where that's like it has like a grabber inside, and it's like the baby's holding like a balloon or something. Yeah. That one. There's a lot oh, of that's them. Such a classic, mommy. Yeah. You're not gonna actually get rid of me, mommy. I love you. <laughs> but that's literally what happened in the movie. Yeah. In the movie, <laughs> like the baby literally talked. The baby literally in the talked. movie. So Marilyn Monroe is forced to get an abortion, which again, something that didn't actually happen. And then she had a miscarriage, which also miscar- didn't happen. Yeah. And I also read that she really wanted kids but couldn't conceive. Um, and to do this is just really cruel yeah, <laughs> to a woman who yeah. really wanted to conceive. Yeah, so when, um, she, so when she was pregnant with her, her second baby, the fetus was talking like, Mommy, you're not going to let that happen to me this time now or whatever. And then and Marilyn's talking back like, No, I won't let it happen. What It's like, it's just... So to me, it gave, me, it gave off anti-abortion propaganda vibes Literally because, it did. but it did. because it was so corny and anti-abortion propaganda is corny and cringe. It was, but like, I don't think anyone in their right mind is gonna leave that movie feeling like worse about abortion or like less pro-choice. It's just like I think that pro-life people who see this are gonna like that scene. You're, you're probably right. Actually, you're right. We, I think, yeah, that's I true. think they would probably literally screen record that and upload it yeah, onto Facebook. That's true. And being like, this is beautiful. Like, this yeah. is a, the terrible reality that they literally probably just spread misinformation that this actually happened and that Marilyn Monroe was pro life. Like, I, I, I don't think point. it's necessarily dangerous. Like, I don't know how, how much of an impact this is going to have on people's um, perception of abortion. But I do think that people who are pro life who see this film, I think there's a lot of a lot of reasons why a pro-life person would hate this film because of the amount of sex and and so on um but but anywho um yeah no no i think that pro-life people who see this are probably gonna gonna love that that was included or you know be really touched by it yeah because i i was gonna say it's like no one is stupid enough to find this movie good and no one is stupid enough to think of like a woman talking to her fetus as pro-life but then i remembered actually no wait pro-life people are stupid enough to like this movie and pro and pro-life people are stupid enough to think that a a woman talking to her fetus is like a thing that actually happens and that like they're able to somehow understand the fetus and like that fetuses have emotions was like horror like this horrible cgi that looked it looks like a meme. Like it yeah. really did. It looked like a meme. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's a, there's a way to convey this the sense of um, 
like this desire to communicate or like if you're hearing your unborn child's voices in your head that's one thing but to literally show the like inside of her stomach in this like horrible cgi of like a fetus and have it talk in a little child's voice that is just beyond insane and corny and bad it looks so bad it looked like cgi from like like the like the 70s or something you know what i mean like it looked it, bad. it really did it looked bad it looked like you were in like um sex ed class or yeah, like health class yeah. and you're like watching like a shitty video about um yeah like sex or something in birth i mean i don't it, know it was it was terrible i, I there, there's a part of me that does feel like it is a little bit of a stretch like a little bit of a stretch to say that this is from like, Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I feel like it's like I don't know. Like, I I get like I I don't know. I I I get it. Okay, I know Planned Parenthood. Obviously, like it's their job and responsibility to be very. I critical. feel like they. I feel like they need ammo right now. Like they're like they saw the opportunity and they're like, okay, we're gonna use the public's hatred for this movie to our advantage to yeah. like sort of push choice prop like choice beliefs yeah which i mean i honestly like good for them because i I mean obviously i agree we're in like a difficult time and this is probably not helping yeah i don't think it's it's a it's gonna make it a huge impact on people i don't think it's gonna turn people pro-life like that would be insane yeah but i think that people who are already pro-life are probably gonna like it yeah That's, that's all i don't think it's gonna it's gonna have i don't think it's that dangerous no 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 that's the issues um, i keep underestimating how dumb pro-life people are because i went online oh my god no that's what it is i went online oh my god kayo what? wait K- what kiernan shipka is trying to facetime me right now what the fuck oh go go say hi i don't know should i do it on the, the podcast yeah go well you can pa- pause the podcast we'll pause the podcast okay okay i just just okay. do it do are it sure? yeah yeah we'll pause it's all good pro-life approach okay so oh yeah I, what i was saying was i keep underestimating how stupid pro-life people are and that's always been my issue for my whole life because i saw online on i think it was like google reviews or something like that like a five-star review of this movie oh i saw that i and i was like all right so who is who's reviewing like who's giving this five stars and i look and they're like everyone was saying this movie is bad and i know why they said it was bad it's because the movie isn't woke and this movie does a good job showing how abortion is bad. I laughed at that so hard. And I'm just I like, so I'm like, hard. are you kidding? No, like, no, this movie doesn't have any, like, just because she's having a fucking conversation with a fetus doesn't make a movie pro-life. And then I'm like, 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 how, like, like, that's the thing is like, I, 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 yeah, Planned plan Parenthood is right. Like, when you're dealing with people who are dumb enough to be pro-life, you can't even have a conversation with a fetus in a movie because pro-life people are actually dumb enough to think that, like, women have conversations with their fetuses and fetuses can talk back and, like, fetuses are, like, tap dancing inside the belly ready to come out and that, like, <laughs> abortion is the equivalent to, like, killing an actual human being, so... And do you remember when that miscarriage scene when they like showed like the inside of her stomach like rupturing and stuff like yeah it was so just like really that was, like that was gross really well. that was that was not just gross as normal it was just disturbing and as hell it was disturbing and not necessary yeah. 
it was ridiculous it was ridiculous in the sense that like oh my god we're gonna see another like horribly disturbing thing again that's the entire movie yeah and <laughs> like can you give us some ups and downs and the director was like <laughs> there is no point where she is genuinely happy in no this film. The, the di- not one time the director was like everyone is so excited by marilyn monroe's accomplishments but i'm a genius who understands that the oh real entertaining yeah, no. thing is the suffering this guy needs to get humbled fast yeah yeah um and oh and one thing remember like she's like daddy daddy oh, to her God. like her husband's like she's just calling her husband daddy like daddy will you play with me like really can you do you really need to further humiliate this woman yeah it was gross i mean i don't know it like, just feels like kayo don't you pick up the vibe that like the director of this film is just getting sexual pleasure out of all of this or is that just me i mean maybe that's too much i, I it just seems so ridiculous to me i mean to me i mean to me someone calling someone daddy like that I don't know if it's because of my, my like the ge- our generation or whatever, but to me it does feel kind of like sexual and weird and uncomfortable. It was, it was though in the film. Yeah, I mean it, it was, it was. I mean, uh, I mean, there was that kind of also element too, where like there's like just like an additional thing where she didn't have her dad. Her. You know, like Marilyn. Mon- yeah, she had no dad. Yeah, there, that was a big theme was her daddy issues. I mean, that's kind of how the film ended with yeah. like this. This like sp- suddenly we were in space and like his head was floating. It was like yeah, and that's what like the another. What were we watching? And that's like another problematic element in the movie that it's promoting this idea that daddy issues lead to women having like sexual issues or whatever. You know, I don't even know. Like, it's not true. It's guys. not true. It's not true. Lots of I know it's lots of true. women with with bad dads <laughs> that are epic women and aren't. <laughs> fudged up true true <laughs> so that was my little feminist rant so thank you yeah i appreciate that so yeah it just was really cringe like she called multiple of her husband's daddy in this like really gross sexual way yeah um it just i as far as i know there's no evidence that that that, that happened yeah um so why just why do this to her sophie's <laughs> like, a literal historian you can't put fake history i am in a, a historian and also there is there is nothing wrong with with creating when 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 creating historical fiction it is okay to invent i actually read a, a, an article about this um when creating historical fiction or making a movie about historical figure or historical time it is okay to invent stuff that happened as long as it is rooted in truth in the sense that it's like illustrating something that you can't really depict in a movie or a book like so you kind of simplify it or or introduce another character who sort of embodies these truths does that make sense i don't think that really happened in this this movie at all yeah, uh, there's another book that there's a. I read a book that kind of did that too. It was like a a war book where they told like fake war stories, but like the author was actually in wars, and he said that even though these stories aren't true, it captures the real emotions of being in a war. Yes, uh, that is okay. Yeah, and uh, that is okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. I yeah, I feel like there was no no like a lot of this stuff in the movies. Like, what the fuck is the point of this other than to be Nothing. content for some weird sadistic dude to jack off to like that's kind of what it felt exactly like. yeah that's that's exactly how i felt and also that's exactly how i felt then told the whole movie and I, I have to say it's also a little bit weird too because you literally not that long ago were like stringing together a conspiracy theory about oh, marilyn monroe true. like being 
like a, the new media fad that like a bunch of industry yep. powerhouses are kind of using to profit off of, um, yep. including Kim Kardashian and, and others. Mm-hmm. So, I think that was a publicity stunt. I really do. I think that that her wearing that dress was uh, was planned to spark conversations and controversy about Marilyn Monroe's like sad life and exploitation. I think that people wanted people online to argue about Kim wearing this saying like this is so unethical and disgusting that she gets to wear um this piece of history this this dress that belonged to a really tortured woman a very mm-hmm. like sweet and beautiful and kind woman yeah and then the next thing you know a couple of days um before after i can't remember um this uh Net- netflix keyword netflix Marilyn Monroe documentary came out where it's Marilyn Monroe's face, but they photoshopped like a black mascara tear falling down. And it's about like her sad life and her exploitation and so on. So we're already getting where they planted the seeds for this sort of cultural zeitgeist thingy movement about like Marilyn's sad life, basically. Yeah. And then, um, after that, there's all there's like Marilyn Mon the Andy Warhol cells of Marilyn Monroe. Um, there's like this viral Marilyn Monroe filter on TikTok that was like created in March, but only became popular after Kim wore that dress. And then the t- trailer for Blonde drops, and now Blonde is here, also done by Netflix. Yeah, and it's doing the exact same thing. Yeah, it's doing the same thing. It it feels like this. It almost to me feels like this movie is like trying to be bad for the sake of continuing the controversy. And I like that's probably not what's happening. I don't think they would put all this money and time and effort into making a movie that's intentionally bad. But it feels like they're I throwing. Think they, I think they thought people were gonna love this movie. I think they were gonna. They blew I think it. They were gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. An example, I mean, I I also argued that this is very reminiscent of the Diana craze that happened like a year and a half ago, um, because Diana's a very, you know, similar woman. She She's like this blonde, white, beautiful woman who was, I mean, Marilyn was kind of like American royalty in her way. They both suffered. They both had sad relationships with men. They died young. They are both like really beloved and you know, treated as these like icons by so many people and so many people relate to their sad stories and so on. Um, They're both like exceptionally kind and have these like soft voices and everything like that. Fashion icons. There's a lot of um, comparisons that can be made between them. Um, But anyway, uh, I think that with Diana, it was done well. I mean, say what you will about the ethics of, you know, exploiting this dead woman um, and making, like, sad content about her. I think The Crown did a pretty good job uh, showing Diana, like, her ups and her downs. And uh, the film Spencer, uh, I thought, was really exceptionally good. And, you know, it wasn't trauma porn. There was an actual character. There was an actual um, person that we we could, you know, relate to and have feelings for and i don't think i think they really did miss the mark with mm-hmm. with marilyn this time around yeah. and it's 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 really a shame because the the actress um what was her name again let me see uh anna de armas yeah anna de- yeah she looked a lot like marilyn yeah anna de armas you know yeah she looked the part i think she did she's a totally capable actress who's totally capable of playing she sounded part a well. lot like her her, and her the voice. voice well yeah so it's it's just it makes me sad that um you know, she 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 
she uh, was handed like I, I mean I'm at, I feel like being an actress and, she probably thought this would be like the role of her career yeah how could it would be so exciting you know and like I don't know there's an, the other element too like I know like I think it's perfectly acceptable for a man to direct a movie that like touches on like a lot of like feminist themes and stuff like that there are a lot of men who have done this well like yeah. the new pride and prejudice and uh black swan those were done by men i think they really do treat women's issues really well yeah it's totally possible but when a man totally does possible but when a man does it and he does an awful job then it's like worse like if a woman does not a good look if a woman <laughs> does it and it doesn't turn out well that's that's you know that sucks but when a man does it and it turns out like awful and arguably actually mm, mm, offensive mm. then it's just like vile you know what i mean yeah yeah um, it's, cr- it's very cringe it's very cringe and then and- there was also the element too where she at the end died in the actual bed that marilyn monroe yeah, actually died in they actually yeah that's right i forgot about that they filmed Marilyn Monroe's death scene where of course she's of course she's topless by the way um just like sort of lounging in Marilyn Monroe's actual house in her actual bed where she actually died. And like I think that sums up pretty well like what this movie was. Yeah, they put they put more time and effort into to getting the getting the actual bed than they did like pr- like reading their script and making sure it was a good movie. You know, like they were they were yeah. they're they're way more interested in like the superficially artsy elements of the movie than yeah. they were in making the I movie. I feel like good. it's pretty disgusting to do that in like the actual bed where she died like have some respect like right am i wrong i don't know i maybe it's i to me it sounds pretty like it sounds pretty disrespectful honestly i think if the movie was good i'd be okay with it (laughs) like yeah i feel like i guess so i guess so if the movie was really good it is a little bit weird it is a little bit weird okay yeah it is a little weird it is a little weird like how hard would it be to like recreate like a Oh, what was special about the bed it's literally just a white bed yeah i mean they didn't they didn't have to do that it, it to me it felt very like like the like again like the director it's pretentious it. yeah like, it's he pretentious. just like i'm gonna make her look as much like Marilyn as possible and the sets are gonna be perfect and we're gonna really like literally do like we're gonna connect the real Marilyn. meanwhile just like yeah spewing a bunch of lies about Marilyn. yeah like, like exactly like i said cringe the directors focused more on like the superficial pretentious stuff than rather that rather than like making sure he's making a good Bingo. movie and and actually doing like a justice to Marilyn monroe's life and anything anything so yep bad bad movie um mm-hmm. we're getting we're about but, getting close to the end but of the we episode. watched it for you guys we, we watched did it for you yeah. guys. and i, yeah, I will are, say we are i was gonna yeah. say that I enjoyed watching it with you, Sophie. Well, of course I enjoyed watching with you. I love watching stuff with you. So yeah, so yeah, we we enjoyed it because we got to because know, we got to hang out together. and make fun of it together. But it's actually yeah, exactly it, like I know it's fun to watch bad movies to make fun of, but this movie is so bad. This is not that kind of movie. That it's like it's this not is... even worth watching for the sake of making fun of. Like you should no, don't don't even bother to hate watch it. Yeah, it's not. It's almost three fucking hours. Like you'll you'll yeah you, no, it's literally torture. You, like yeah. I was. Watch, I was I was like groaning. Yeah, watch the like, first ugh. watch the first ten minutes of it, and then realize it's literally like that the entire time for three hours, and then you'll be like, mm-hmm. "Wow, that is an awful movie." So, yeah, right. don't do it. Any last thoughts, Sophie? Before we wrap up the episode, I don't think so. I think though we got some topics that kind of tie in well together. So well yeah. done, us. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I feel like Marjorie Taylor Greene kind of sounds like Marilyn Monroe. 
She she is the Marilyn Monroe version. Because they're both Let's they're both blonde real. they're both blonde polyamorous. They were both in a polyamorous relationship. They're both abused the list, by the media. The list goes on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, they're both subject to conspiracy theories. Yeah. You know, free Marjorie. Yeah. And um. Yeah, with that. With all um, that. I, I hope you know we been... we did a we gave a good we watched we, we we did our best to try. We really did. We tried, we really did. guys. We tried, guys. <laughs> oh my god! That good job tying it all together. We try, guys. So we we really did try, you guys. So um, thanks, thanks for listening, for everyone. Listening. Rate, Rate five five on the thingy. Thanks Give so much the, for all the stars, please. Thanks so much for all um, our listeners who keep listening and yes. every and we keep getting more listeners and we appreciate it. It's all because of you sharing and liking and mm-hmm. everything and we really appreciate it. Thanks so much thank for you, watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Based Thanks for listening. News Network. Bye. Bye-bye.